right, welcome back, everyone, to the uh, fifth episode of our Star Trek Picard Fake Nerds Watch series. I'm Brandon T. McClure from the Fake Nerd Podcast, and with me, as always, on this trek through Picard is, uh, let me see if I get this right this time, uh, Michael Carls of the Not Right Nerdy hey. Podcast. Thanks so much for having me once again. It's uh, We're finally halfway through the season, and yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm going to save everything because I have so much I want to talk about with this with this episode, so I'm going to... Yeah, I'm I had, like, how you doing? <laughs> I, I had notes. I had a lot yeah. of notes. Did you? Um, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And the, shocking, it was directed by our good friend and buddy, Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan yeah. Frakes, yeah, yeah. Shocking. They should just make him the 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 director for everything. I I wish he would because he <laughs> he he's so good. He's yeah. such a good director. But I mean, that doesn't mean he had anything to do with the writing. But so, uh, the plot really moved in this episode it really like there did. was the 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 two th- the two takeaways for this episode for me were that the plot moved and actually like progressed and we found new information and we got and we got uh we learned some new things or at least picard caught up with us um and then no soji so those those the two the two things that i was uh uh the two main points for this episode one no soji so obviously that's probably why it's our favorite episode (laughs) and and two the character development for everybody was absolutely incredible like we saw a lot of history with rafi we saw more history with seven we saw more history with uh uh with dr um allison pill's character and dr gerardi and we saw and obviously uh um, bruce maddox coming back um, to be quite honest, man, these characters are becoming so interesting to me that it's almost more interesting than Picard is for me now. That's how that's how much I'm really starting yeah. to enjoy this crew, which is really exciting for me. I am I, I am enjoying this ragtag crew. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up seven, so let's talk about the flashback at the beginning of this episode. Okay. Echeb dies. Yes, that's right, and um, we had him from. He's from Voyager. Yes, yes, but I'm tr- I'm trying to recall because I know I remember the character. I just don't recall like what he did. In well, he was uh, he was in so he was later Voyager. They they found a they they found I think it was a cube or a sphere, but they found a a group of Borg that they deborgified, and he <laughs> he stayed on Voyager and in fact joined Starfleet through voyager like he joined starfleet through voyager okay Okay. and so when he went to when he when i'm assuming when they got back to the alpha quadrant um he just went through starfleet's command program and then became more and became a mccats here now obviously he had a red shirt on um which i don't i'm not sure if the colors really matter now he wasn't a command position but he was a lieutenant got it okay because i saw the i saw the pips on the shoulder okay gotcha thank you i did not miss that part uh and it's a different actor um yeah. but it is the same character uh it does make sense each was played by two different people in voyager anyway mm-hmm. so so it doesn't matter yeah oh. um speaking of different actors though, bruce maddox was also a different actor you know it was funny like i was looking at him and i was trying trying so hard to like picture the young bruce maddox from the show and i'm like i don't think this is the same dude no it's <laughs> and, not uh, it is. yeah they, they have... hide it with the beard. Yes, yes. And they yeah. did a good job because it got me thinking and it got me thinking like, okay, you know what? I could I, I, I could still buy this. Um, yeah. And really though, he's, it's just one episode. I um, know, but it's like, my, my whole thing is like, if you're going to pull out Bruce Maddox, 
for just maybe for maybe you get the yeah yeah you I'm get the actor. I mean, I don't think he's that busy, but I'm wondering if maybe I mean he's got to be a little bit older. Maybe he's got some something going on. I mean, he's he's a couple of years older than he was when he was on the show. Like that's the whole point is everyone's yeah. older. Um, Excuse me. Yeah. So those are the returning characters, and then we got a couple more references from like Quark. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the uh, reptilian dude uh, talking about Quark, right? Yeah. He he yeah. said that, that you helped that uh that what's his name um the captain rios rios thank you yeah. that uh rios helped quark with the with the breen yeah and that you, was cool you, yeah the breen I, I like the reference to the breen uh yeah right. oft uh, talked about hardly seen breen yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think the only uh, time we actually really saw them was in D, in uh, ds9 during the uh um during the uh war the dominion war briefly just in a couple episodes they had those weird helmets on yeah, I think that's we the never only actually time we saw them. them. Don't they? Don't they look like Leia from uh, Empire Strike from Return of the Jedi? Yeah, from uh, you mean Lando's costume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah, exactly think... like it. They it's a complete rip off, <laughs> just <Yeah>. silver. <laughs> um, the the only thing I know about them is that they also have disruptor weapons like the Klingons and mm-hmm. the Romulans from Star Trek Generations. Yes. Yep. Um, anyway, so uh, so seven and nine shows up. Uh, and she's still going by seven and not Annika. Um, well, she's it's like some people are like the woman called her Annika, but yeah, that's true. Seven? Well, she goes by seven, she introduces herself to the crew as seven, or maybe, at least maybe, Picard does. maybe Annika is more of a um, if you have like an intimate relationship, if she has an if she has more of a closer relationship with somebody, like hey, my you know, uh. I'm seven, but my friends call me Annika kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like maybe if I get to know, because it almost seems like the, the bad lady woman, the bad, mm-hmm. the, the, the antagonist of this, she had probably in the past had a positive relationship with seven, but then betrayed her. Right. That's, that's what I'm gathering. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what happened. She, she betrayed the Fenris Rangers, which is what sevens this is the group that seven is a part exactly. of. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I just wanted to um, clear that up. And then, oh, so that makes more sense that, she would call her Annika because she, at the time, she was closer. And they, every time she calls her Annika, you can tell like Seven is just cringing. Yeah, like, I can't believe I trusted you. So, so, so Seven joined the Fenris Rangers sometime after the Voyager returned from the Alpha Quadrant. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are these are these are people that come from Fenris, the planet Fenris, um, and they help protect order within the within Romulan space. I, I, I got the impression. So this, the, the, the Rangers were formed after the destruction of Romulus and after the neutral zone was pretty much rendered irrelevant at that point. They, they, they say there is no neutral zone anymore. Exactly. So, I mean, it's like, it's just been dissolved, right? Because of the destruction of Romulus and uh, they're, they're essentially just kind of, they're the, I guess, quote unquote, John Wayne's of the, uh, of this section of space. Right. Yeah, that's what I, that's the impression I got as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, so I want to speak about speak on seven a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure how I feel, and I want to ask you how you felt. So far, all the characters we've met from previous shows, albeit just two, um, have been cynical and jaded and 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 disillusioned with Starfleet. Um, is this a trend that we're going to see? And if so, how do we feel about this? I think it is going to be a trend. Oh, yes, I think it is. I think I think we're going to be seeing that because I think the 
one of the main points I think this show is trying to kind of allude to. I think you know the way we talk about the uh, um, how, how Star Trek tries to infuse real world into its shows. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is somehow kind of correlated to what's going on right now in our in our real in our in the real world now. Like I'm sure like, it you know, is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, whether like what I feel about it, it's. I at this point because the characters are so engaging it does not it 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 doesn't affect the way I feel about the show. I don't mind it at this point, but mm-hmm. if it continues if if we don't see like some kind of payoff where uh like at the very end Starfleet becomes a Starfleet that we know and love or at least some kind of version of it like an updated version of it that then I think if if that happens and I feel like I'd be okay with this because I think like throughout star trek uh, at least through this this and i think even um to some degree enterprise start like starfleet was a character in and of itself it was evolving mm-hmm. right um yeah. so i wouldn't mind seeing that continue in in uh, um hopefully into what we all knew and love from tng and uh, um tos right where like hey that we're, that was like the pinnacle like is this like maybe TOS and TNG was like the pinnacle of this civilization and now it's all like like all civilizations rise and fall could this be the fall of the of Starfleet with all the things that are going on internally uh, maybe i think I if you're going to, i think if you're telling the story of the fall of Starfleet you might want to go a little bit bigger than just Picard yeah but and that would kind be... of Bruce Maddox lightweight alludes to it a little bit right when he says well like, there's hey, definitely there's we know as an audience because yeah. we we know that uh what's it commander so oh 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 commander oh commander oh obviously she's she's bad guy right so yeah. um it's like she's 100 right, so we know bad that guy. there's something there's something in starfleet going on uh there's so. a there's a larger conspiracy at play which i i found interesting that rafi uh rafi almost disillusioned her children her son Mm-hmm. And her 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 former husband, uh, because she was so obsessed with trying to figure out what this, uh, what this conspiracy was. Yeah, uh, I I Man, did enjoy I, seeing Rafi. I felt that that was as much as I really enjoyed Rafi the first four episodes or the first few, like the last you know however many episodes she's been in. Man, she got to me in this episode. That was this good. Is- that was incredible acting one. by what's her face. I I don't know her. Yeah. I don't. I can't recall her name. But my. Gosh, was it was it incredible? Was it incredibly moving? This is the one where I where Rafi really clicked for me. Oh, um, yeah. But real quick, they wanted to go back to the to the cynicism of our. Yes, our favorite, sorry, favorite character. I know I, I talk too much, man. Sorry, you just stop. Like, fine. <laughs> um, it's, it, it, I don't know how I feel about it now because we've only seen two characters so far. But if it continues, like I want to know, I want to know that some of our favorite characters are still in Starfleet. I want to know if Janeway is still an admiral or if she has been promoted to commodore. Or I want to know if, uh, if, if, basically, um, basically you want to know if our, if our characters of old are still our characters of old or have they changed into this? Well, I don't, I want to know if it's a good split, if there are still people within Starfleet, if there are still people that we know still in Starfleet trying to do good being Starfleet and doing, you know, boldly going or blah, blah, blah. Um, and are there people's disillusion with Starfleet? I want to know if there's a split or if every single cast member we met along the way, are they, are they, did they all just be like, not solidarity, brother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just threw away their comm badge. 
Like, is O'Brien still in DS9? Where's Bashir? Where's Esri? Where, where's the crew from the Voyager? Are they all still in Starfleet? Or are they all just like, now nah, we're good? Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I'm... I'm It'll it will be interesting, uh, and I don't it, think the show will get, will have those answers, uh, at not, least not, not yet. This, not in this season, I don't think. No. I think this season is all about crew building and try and getting Picard to unite with Soji. Yeah, but I would like to see. I would like more, uh, more references to where our our crews are in this time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than we've gotten, and I think probably we'll get that when we finally meet uh, Riker. Uh, the more and more I'm thinking about this, I'm I'm almost convinced that we're not going to see Riker and Troy until the very last episode. <laughs> the way that they're uh, dragging it out, yeah. man. I think it's later in the series. I think it's definitely later in the series. I wouldn't um, be surprised if like they don't like technically don't even meet in person. If it's like everything's just a big hologram, like a, like instead of a instead of a uh, a telephone, like you just go into the replicator into the holodeck, and it's like that's your phone call. And then the other person is in there too. And you or you just get, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'd hate I that. Know. Yeah. So would I, <laughs> but I wouldn't like at this point, I'm like wondering like, all right, well, I don't think that going into, to, or going to free cloud or going into uh, trying to find the Romulan board cube is anywhere near Risa or, um, or not Risa, but beta Z. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but they could, that. they could theoretically just warp there. Um, True. So, so Bruce Maddox finally catches Picard up to where the audience is that there is a conspiracy on Starfleet that he sent these two uh, and these two humanoid androids to figure out why uh, and what, and they have a, what I really liked is that they have a mother AI. So their mom isn't real. They just have an yeah. AI that, yeah. that can activate them. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bruce says that she, he sent Soji to the artifact and Picard knows what the artifact is. It's the board cube. Um so I'm I'm really happy that finally that Picard is like okay now we have a destination we know where to go yeah um but so your girl man she uh, man, treacherous did we call it we yeah. called it. Oh, we absolutely called it yeah yeah we we knew this was happening um I'm still sad to see it and I think there's something more there don't be sad because uh I think that this just provides more depth into her character I think <laughs> I think it's still a good thing I mean yeah it. I don't think she'll be able to recover from killing somebody, right? No, especially Maddox, who she loved. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but what could she have been shown that was so traumatic to her that she would kill the one person that she came out into space to find? I think she has something. I think that that perhaps she lost someone during the during the synth rise up. Yeah, the Mars thing. Yeah. Oh, that means oh, great! We're gonna get more flashbacks. <laughs> if we get another flashback, every to that episode has a flashback. <laughs> Man, that's gonna suck. Yeah. Well, I, so far they have, so whatever. Yeah. They're just kind of catching us up. Where, I guess, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> every um, episode, just give me two full episodes of before, and then eight episodes of what happens after. Yeah, but then you got then you got the first two episodes of Discovery, and that didn't really go so well for them. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I I think that she was crying while she did it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I think that there's she's conflicted. She's doing it. She thinks what she's doing is for the greater good. Um, but I still think that she's trying. To, she's a nice person. Um, and I think sure. probably we will see a redemption. 
because I, I I do believe that she's that at least she believes that she's a good person. And what could Oh have possibly shown her that would make him make her want to kill Maddox? Or was that an order from Commander So to kill Maddox? Why would why would so why would um why would Gerardi follow orders? She's not Starfleet. She's not. I don't know. Maybe she maybe O has something against her. No, that could be. Well, no, but she says she says just something more that I need to atone for. Okay, what, what could before that she kills me. Well, what she else? had a she had a hand in in making the, the synthetic life forms. So perhaps she feels uh, guilty. Responsible. Yeah. She feels responsible, and it could entirely be. Um, I don't think that she knows of the conspiracy with the Jat Vash. Or at least, or even Starfleet, or even Starfleet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the Jatvash are controlling Starfleet at this point. Yeah. I think that I think they're that deep. Um, <laughs> but I cannot say. So by the time we get to the end of the episode and we get to the the next time on uh, Star Trek Picard, and it shows right. like, all hey, they finally make it to the artifact, and they try to find Soji, and you see Picard with Hugh, which I'm excited to see. Um, and you also see Picard as Lacutus. Yes. Quick quick for hot. Yes. Night, which I I hundred percent believe is going to be a flashback. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think getting assimilated in 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 this show. But I'm excited to see Lacutus again. I like that design a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. So like and we see we see Picard with Hugh, but when we saw it the next time, I was like, oh dang, I didn't see Soji at all this episode. Mm-hmm. How refreshing. <laughs> very very. And I've, it didn't like we were having so much fun during this episode yeah. that you didn't think about it until you saw the until next time or, you know, next time on Picard. You're like, oh, yes, yeah, she wasn't in the episode. Must have been yeah. why I liked it. I don't know. The only the only character that didn't get a lot to do was um, Elnor. Yeah, but, I mean, he did have a, he, he's more I, I he's definitely like has that comic relief kind of uh, role in this. Well, he certainly had some. Yeah, he certainly had some you know, fish out of like, water. Oh, everybody's fake except me yeah okay. and he's like sad about it you know <laughs> yeah uh picard's picard's fake french accent is ridiculous it yeah it's it wasn't bad i mean in the sense that it was it was entertaining you know yeah. um but you think and, someone who came from france would have a better accent Eh, well you know it's <laughs> whatever so, the french accent was lost to the picards centuries ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that was ridiculous, but that was a lot of fun to see them do like this, this well, kind of because, colorful. I mean, was, I mean, you can definitely tell that that was a lot of Jonathan Frakes in that because, uh, you know, in, in the TNG shows, every time they'd go down to a like a like a pre, uh, like a non Federation colony or something where they can't violate the Prime Directive, they're always dressing up kind of funny, and then they always dress up funny on holodeck. So it, it shouldn't be mm-hmm. anything that he's not accustomed to. Yeah, you know? it's just um, he gets to have a little fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really, I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed their their kind of like, it's not it's not a heist, but they're trying to like, uh, they're trying well, to they're trying to yeah. trade seven for Bruce. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a heist. The, it, it, it's a trickery heist. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, how did you like Free Cloud? Yeah, so I'm a little conflicted right now. Are you? I don't. Little, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I. I think I'm just missing Federation planets. I see. Yeah. And we haven't seen any. 
So we've only seen like this backwatered oh. Romulan place or this like Moss Eisley esque Blade Runner esque uh, gambling planet that we would never have seen in the original in any of the Star Trek shows prior to this. Excuse mm-hmm. me, I'm talking. <laughs> um, so like to see something new, to see something like this that is more familiar to us from other sci-fi stories uh, and not Star Trek was a little strange at first, but ultimately I did find it engaging. I thought it was, I thought it was refreshing to, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. I, because when I remember watching all the Star Trek, when we were watching all the old shows, yeah, they were all Federation. Like a lot of these Federation planets, they are all very, uh, Oh, it almost felt so cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, while it was it, the idea of all these planets being, uh, being well, they're also cheap. Input, yeah, but but mm-hmm. I mean, but still, but even the the overall themes of it, like being in Federation uh, uh, or being a part of the Federation, there it, there it's essentially a, an oasis, right? It's a, mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a it's a modern it's, ma, uh, you know future paradise. paradise. Yeah, paradise. Um, it's nice to see like how people live. Like I was always wondering, like, what about people who like like on like don't really live in the federation and like how do they live is like money still probably a thing like the ferengi right um yeah. i would have really liked to have seen a reference to gold press cold press platinum platinum yeah you know or something you know um but even still the uh seeing this i i, I was i was just i was 100 all about it and yes it did have a blade runner or like even a uh <laughs> almost even had like a ready player one kind of a feel like when the dude walked around with those wings you know yeah. i'm like okay that's kind of neat you know you know, um, you know why you know why it's interesting to, why, why, it's, why it's conflicting to me uh so and so i just i mentioned to you before i started recording that i'm talking that i'm going through star trek discovery i'm into, I'm, on, I'm into season mm-hmm. two now um and ultimately i've come i've grown to enjoy the show and I think I've I've got a conflicted relationship with that one as well. When Pike rolls in, and by the way, the first episode of season two is better than the entirety of season one. Great. Okay, so I've only watched season one. So if you're gonna, I know I know that Pike is there. I know Spock is in there. So that's not a spoiler. But if you can try to uh, avoid spoilers for me, please. When <laughs> when when Pike steps off of the transporter pad, he saunters in like the coolest kid in class, and it's awesome. Okay. He's he is he is immediately electrifying to watch. Uh, every time he's not on screen, I'm like, can we can we can we go back to Pike, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's so much fun. He's so great. But um, one of his commanders, one of his uh, security detail, says, "So this is where Starfleet puts all their resources because the Discovery is a more advanced ship than Enterprise." And I have an issue with a line like that, much like I had an issue with with Rafi being like, "You live in your." chateau and i live in this trailer park it's like you this is a post money society yeah resources should be plenty earth should be a paradise yeah like why are we why are we struggling with class like why are we struggling why is why is the discovery why are people jealous that the discovery is so advanced when it shouldn't be an issue I'm wondering uh, if um, I wonder if maybe the destruction of Mars had more of a financial effect, uh, social effect than we thought. Maybe than than just purely just uh, I don't know. Maybe that's also where all the replicators were made. I don't know. <laughs> I can I can. You know totally what I'm saying? Understand. Like maybe there's something else. I've been thinking about. I can that totally understand. 
I can totally understand if they're like, yeah, our ship, our our ship production was significantly depleted because we lost our main ship line. Um, I can totally understand that. But you still live in a world where you can replicate anything and yeah. there is no money. So, like, it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, and when we get to Picard, it's more of just an issue of, like, why is Rafi so pissed off that she's living in a trailer park? It should be her choice. It's almost like sex self-exile. Yeah. It, it, she shouldn't be jealous of Picard living yeah. in a chateau. If she wanted to live in a chateau, she could live in a chateau. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's maybe, just a little... Maybe she wanted to live in, in his chateau and he wouldn't let her. <laughs> <laughs> I want your chateau. Yeah. No. That's like the only thing I can think of. <laughs> no, you you smoke too much. Yeah, I do like right. that she became a drug addict. I did appreciate that. Yeah, because we do we do see a little bit in in some of the next gen shows that uh, yeah. there are drugs in the galaxy that can be. That well, can be I mean the whole the whole uh, um, Dominion War. I mean the, the 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 those warriors were Ketracil White. Ketracil White. Yeah, thank you. For yeah. All these years. Oh my huh. God! Do you think Jeffrey Coombs going to show up? I really hope so. Oh my God! Don't get my hopes up. I miss Jeffrey Coombs in Star Trek. He is, he is by far one of my favorite side characters or side um, actors in yeah, all. Yeah, mine Trek. too. He plays think, two of the best characters for me. Hundred yeah. percent. Uh, he plays two of the best characters in Shran and. Yep, uh, Shran is my favorite, and then uh, he was. Uh, I liked. I liked him in uh, DS Nine when he was part of the uh, the. Wait, Wei Wei Loon. Wei Yun. Wei Yun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I like them too. Anyway, sorry. That was just a quick, quick little aside. Um, yeah, so I do like Search Discovery. Just kind of put a cap on that one. It's it's, yeah. it's it's engaging this season. I hated every single thing with the Klingons last season. Everything with the Klingons. Really? It's just garbage. I hate that language. I hate the design. I hate everything about it. <laughs> the, whoever made the decision to have just the Klingons speak nothing but Klingon the entire series should be shot. That is an I ugly mean, language. I don't know. I have it. It so you know what? It works when it's just like, hey, Worf's going to say something insulting, so he says it in Klingon, or he's being tough, so or, he says or, or, Klingon. or if he's having like a side conversation, he doesn't want anybody else to kind of understand. You know? Yeah, but to have entire scenes of just people going, people in heavy prosthetic work, yeah. where they can't even talk anyway, going, because <laughs> I'm just like, can we like, can we like shut up? <laughs> I hate this. Somebody turn on the universal translator, please. Yeah, it was rough. Anyway, sorry. Quick yeah, discovery. All good. All good. Um, isn't that how they tried to, by the way, isn't that how they, they justified that though, is that uh, they didn't have a universal translator at the time? No, they have a universal translator. Or maybe like Klingon was still too rudimentary. Like they had no, it's, uh... it, the whole thing is like Takuma is like speak in your native tongue because we're okay, Klingon. So that, okay, so that's what he, okay, all right, all right. Got yeah, it. and it's like shut up. <laughs> Please. This is painful. They always um, they all talk like they had like cotton balls in their mouth. Yeah, and the prosthetic work does them no Yeah, exactly. And the prosthetic work does them no favors. Because it's just so bad. And you know what? Here's the thing. You want to retcon the fact that the Klingons aren't supposed to have forehead ridges in that time period? Go ahead. That's fine. I get it. We are living a different time. You got to update. You got to update technology and looks to match times. But you want to put them in an entire body rubber suit? What the hell? Gross. Anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Um, 
and then they end the the final episode of of, of Star Trek Discovery almost had me. It almost had me. Season uh, two or season season one? one. Season okay. one. It almost had me. It's really it's it's got a really good comp. It's got a really good resolve to Klingon War. Uh, it feels very Star Trek. Feels very Starfleet. And then like Michael Burnham is in Starfleet headquarters with her friends getting com- accommodations, and she's giving this that is Starfleet speech, and it's the grossest thing I've ever heard. It's so bad, so corny. And then it had they had the balls to intercut the speech with with the uh, Admiral Admiral Cromwell, I think it was her name, and she's like, uh, "Do we give the Medal of Honor to?" To, to 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 saru for his bravery and michael burnham is still talking her speech so they cut it so that and then michael burnham goes that is starfleet and like she says that every single time they do combination i'm like girl you need to stop <laughs> you need to stop talking <laughs> anyway i'm sorry yeah. that's it i'm done all good all good man um so seven of nine i want to talk about seven of nine leaving mm-hmm. picard she will be back later this season she will. Uh, yeah, she, she is. She is contracted to come back later this season. Um, when she leaves, they play the Star Trek Voyager theme. Oh yeah, that got me good. That got me real. Yeah, good. Right, the transporter. Yeah. Yeah. When I heard that theme, I was like, "Oh, Voyager." Yeah. yeah, and then she just goes, she goes, she goes ape ape crap with those uh, those plasma rifles. It was good. Uh, they 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 are they call them phaser rifles, but they they act them they act more like plasma rifles. I I agree with that. I don't like um. I don't like modern modern sci-fi weaponry that's just like blasting pulses of uh and weapons. It I understand it looks more energetic, more exciting, but I miss the the singular beam of a phaser. Yeah. Um. Um, Either or. Yeah. Goes and marks a bunch of people, and obviously she'll probably survive because she's seven of nine. Um, she's still a badass. Yep, she is. She absolutely is. Yeah, apparently she had a hard time finding her voice uh, because they write seven a little differently than they did in Voyager. Because in Voyager, she's she acts more like a Vulcan than she does a human, and yeah. Yeah. now it looks like she's really coming to her own as a as as more human. Um, still, still trying to find it. I mean, you could. There yeah. are definitely hints of her still being that character from. Especially Boy. when she says, "I'm functional." Yeah, I like yeah. that. But even still, even like other things that uh, she said, like her mannerisms, things like that. Like even when she like kind of like when she's perplexed about a question, she'll, she'll yeah, kind of does a little head tilt. Yeah, you know? the Jerry Ryan held head tilt. Yeah, I was just really happy to see Jerry Ryan back in that role. I do really like Seven of Nine. She was a really engaging part of that series. Yeah. Um. I saw some people uh, online. They're like, "Hey, I love Seven of Nine, but kind of miss that uh, Silver Leotard." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I don't stop." No, that was actually the 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 leather jacket man that she had in this. Love that thing. I just love that look. That rugged. <laughs> you know, it, you know what it reminded yeah. me. Of? It reminded me of Linda Hamilton in uh, Terminator. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, badass. You know, look. So the her 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 piece. Her uh, board piece doesn't look as as nice as it used to. Uh, it looks a little plastic. The hand piece too uh, looked different than before. Well, I think it's. I think they they just tried to replicate it so well that it that the material that they used back then is you know it's plastic. It's a little, yeah. it's a little rubbery. So like, I think because they used this, it might have used the same material, or it might even be the same props. Um, it doesn't look as nice 
as it does in a modern Trek show where they're trying to have more kind of a cinema, cinema, cinematic quality to it. Got it. I think that might be why it looks a little weird or it looks a little different. I do appreciate the, 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 the sticking to the sticking to the canon though. Yeah. Cause she, she wouldn't I, have gotten rid of them. No, no, no. I don't think she's, I think even they even talked about it in Voyager. Like you can't, she can't get rid of them because yeah, it would, she can't, yeah, she can't fully like, get rid of the board parts. Yeah. Um, and that's why everyone's so shocked that she has so many of them. Yeah. Um, moving on to what we think about what was going to happen in episode six. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that we're going to. S- Do you think we're going to see Picard on the board cube in the next episode? Or I think it's going to be until seven or eight or not. Maybe. Even oh, eight no. I think we're seeing it in the next episode. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's the, well, the... Or, or do you think that next episode will be all Soji since we didn't get any Soji and no Picard? <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> that oh, does that not make me happy. That does not make me happy. <laughs> oh boy. I hope not. I really hope not. I can't oh. stand that girl. It's it's actually written. And directed screenplay and all by Kurtzman himself. That's I'm just kidding. my nightmare. <laughs> this is my worst nightmare. I'm kidding. No, I know, but like, God. Yeah, no, that, anyway, I, I yeah. Don't see that happening. Uh, I can see, I can see it happening, but we do see Picard on that cube. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he, I think he's going to interact with Hugh. I really hope he does because I think that'd be really cool. I think it definitely will happen. I like I mean, the, there's there's too much history between them to not have that happen. Yeah, I like the idea that that Picard. Well, okay, I, I want to rephrase this. I want to ask you, how do you feel about the fact that Picard doesn't feel entirely human still, now more than thirty years after his assimilation? Well, we saw that in First Contact. We knew that he never spoke it, but we knew that he wasn't fully recovered. Right, but now even in twenty three ninety nine, the dude's ninety I, I years mean, old. I mean, it's I mean, to have an experience. I mean, uh, have an experience that he experienced with being assimilated and killing like th- tens of thousands of star of his fellow Starfleet officers. I mean, there's I don't know how you fully come back from that at all. I think. I mean, yeah, we didn't see a lot of it other than that one episode right after that, right? Yeah. Um, and when he comes back to Earth, but. Um, and then we don't see it again until first contact, which was a, I mean, we talked about it already, how that was a, uh, uh, a huge missed opportunity that they could have, uh, you know, tapped into just being, uh, trying to cope with something of that, uh, magnitude. Um, but I mean, I mean, I, I only have to assume that the, re- that a reason why we didn't see it is because a Starfleet captain has to, you know, exude, uh, uh confidence throughout, uh, you know, being, while being uh, in that position, so yeah, I think they buried it, and I mean, dude, we bury something so long, eventually you run out of dirt and it, it starts to come back up. I think that that I it's think that sorry. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's coming to the point where people are trying to make the Borg assimilation a more traumatic experience than it is than than it was initially intended to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that just comes from a missed opportunity of the original series of of the next generation. Um, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, by the by the time that that um that Voyager rolled around, I think they tried to deal with it a little bit more, but they didn't really have they weren't really that interested with it. 
You know, it's like once you're not a Borg anymore, you're fine, right? But, I mean, they did deal with that with Jerry Ryan's character, Seven in Voyager, when uh, she got reassembled, when she got reassembled, uh, or saved. But, I mean, granted, she was a Borg since she was a kid, so it was yeah. different for her. That, was, that um, wasn't so much of, of I was a I was a Borg and I killed a ton of people. But there were some instances was where never... she didn't have that 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 yeah, feeling. I mean, there were some, but I mean that's but but even even if it's just some rather than none, it's still enough that they were trying to implant those little like okay, you know, it's still traumatic to even for people who have been a Borg their entire life. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's like I said on our episode when we did first contact. It's very fertile ground to deal with Picard and in in his experience with Locutus. Um It's it's so it's not it's not as well trodden as it should be mm-hmm. um, because the next gen didn't deal with it after after the episode Family. Um, yeah. So it, it it is unfortunate that that it's taken so long for writers to kind of tap into. Uh, what Picard's experience as a board could have done to him. Yeah. Um, but I'm 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 interested to see how Lacutus plays into the next episode. I think I, I it's I think it's just flashbacks. I think once he once he I gets know, on the like, cube, I think I think he's just gonna look at it and it's just, he's just gonna be like, we're gonna see that. Ooh, ooh, could it be it. like yeah? Are we gonna see like this Patrick Stewart in a board in a board outfit because he's a little old. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna borrow some uh, some of Disney money and uh, and do some of that. Uh, they do de-age data in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, be- speaking yeah. of data, I wanted to ask you. Uh, someone brought this up on a website, and I kind of I don't think that I don't think they're smart enough to think about this. But what if it wasn't data that Bruce made Soji and Dodge out of? What if it was lore? So lore. Where did we last see Lore? Was he he was destroyed or disassembled? Lore was deactivated and sent to Starfleet. It was the last wow. time we saw Lore. Wow. Yeah. Do we think that Lore may have been the the uh, um, the ringleader for the Mars incident? Maybe you know, he somehow really... was reactivated and. Uh, Maybe at the very end, we're going to see a reunion between uh, Picard and who he thinks, like who he looks at somebody and like, oh, Data? No, Captain, it's Lore. I'd really like that. I really want Lore to come into the show in some way. I don't think they will because I, I, I don't think the writers... They, you don't, they don't have to be a Trek fan, but I don't think the writers know where Lore ended up. Yeah. Is it, it was, it was you know, it was at the end of the two-parter where Hugh came back. Be like, Picard himself, or, or like you know, Jean Luc or uh, Patrick Stewart, or um, Jonathan Frakes, or you know, Seven of Nine, or yeah. Jerry Ryan. Like, can't I keep their name characters? But you know what I mean. Like, they're the only yeah. ones that would. And um, I don't know how much. I mean, unless it was like a stipulation in uh, in Patrick Stewart's uh, contract, like, hey, you gotta if, let let me give you some advice for this real quick. Mm-hmm. Bring Lore in. Make make him the reason why the synths attacked Mars. It is a deep cut, and I wouldn't be surprised if it if it wasn't the case. But man, I'd really appreciate the 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 the, the story relevance of if this was in fact not if if Bruce Maddox didn't create them from data but from lore. Because although, technically, although, oh well, yeah, well yeah, okay, no, never mind, no, 
just forget what I just said. Yeah. Well, because because they say because uh, Gerardi says we only had B four to work off of, but it was an inferior copy. It's like no, the Daystrom Institute should have access to lore. Yeah, and plus, I mean, yeah, they only had B four, and then what whatever data was able to upload to B four. But at the same time, just like we were talking about before. Data and Bruce Maddox had a long-standing, a long-lasting relationship where they wrote to each other on a weekly or daily basis. Where they always, where they, uh, he gave them notes as to what was going on in his daily life, things like that. So Bruce knew who Data was and what kind of man he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he had I mean, that to work off of too. Yeah, it would be kind of. I don't think that. I, I think perhaps the memory engrams uh, were from before. But I really think the technology came from before from a uh, lore. I think the technology, yeah, the 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 positronic technology, came from lore. Where because before wasn't a, was an inferior copy, but the memory engrams of data are Bruce, still. Bruce yeah. Maddox said that uh, he when he was on the table was like, "We did it, me and Soong and you. We did it, you know." Yeah, but he he says I, it because, I understand um, what he's trying to say. I'm like, yeah, like Soong's dead. Did he? Yeah. Is there any other soon that I'm forgetting? No, he, he means he means Newman soon. Yeah, that's what I um, figured. I'm just making sure that there wasn't like a long lost brother that I didn't remember or something. No, he he, he meant it as if like I I finally took the next step. I gotcha. I Nunez, I stood on Nunez's shoulders. Gotcha. And... Okay, that's, okay. I remember missing that little little tidbit because that was his whole thing. Is like he admired Nunez soon. Yeah. For data, any of my data because of it. Um, that's a really good episode, by the way. When we feed, when we when we find that Nunyan soon is alive. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, so I think that uh, it is um, it is likely that 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 this could have happened, but I just don't think it. I don't think they're. I don't want to say they're smart enough, but I just don't think they cared enough to include something like that. I appreciate it though. Hmm. Um, but he. But Bruce Maddox knows of knows of the the at least a Romulan conspiracy on Earth. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know about. He just doesn't seem like he knows about the Jat Bosch. Yes, yeah. Or no. the, I mean, yeah. He, I mean, I think what he thinks is the Tal Shiar is, in fact, the Jat, Jat Bosch. Bosch. Yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of what we're getting into. Is like, yeah, yeah everyone thinks that it's Tal Shiar, but it's actually a lot worse because they're the evil, evil ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, I just look at these guys. <laughs> exactly, and the the two siblings being like, "We're evil." Mm. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Best characters ever. Um, most in depth. Yeah, but right. Do we have any final thoughts or anything else? For uh, no, I'm just covered it. We get well. the credits for next episode. Yeah. Uh, my my job, uh, Vervillo is directing. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, Who, uh, what else did he or she do? A lot of episodes of uh, of um, looks like Preacher. Okay. Uh, Gotham. Okay. He's been around the block. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. All right. That that that'll that I think that'll do it. A lot of a lot of meat on this episode. Give us yeah, a give us I a good it. meaty episode. It was really really fun. I think this set a new bar for the entire season. I think so too. This is yeah. certainly the best. Uh, and if it, hopefully it keeps going up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Hopefully it keeps going up in the yeah. in our quality wise. But uh, that I guess that'll do it. So let's sign off. 
I'm a, I'm Brandon C. McClure. Like I said, you can find me at BT McClure or on the Fake Nerd Podcast. Uh, every week uh, we can get it out, and then I, then I remember to edit it. Um, <laughs> this is a we're a little behind, but we will have just recorded our Lock and Key compare episode. We are comparing the TV series Lock and Key to its comic book. Uh, if you've followed us before, then you know we've done this before with Umbrella Academy with Deadly Class, and it's always a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, so, so check that out. Um, obviously, we have this. We have more fake nerds watch on this channel. Please click like and subscribe, and click that little bell icon uh, for more episodes. We have our Basement Arcade series, uh, which is going through Sonic Mania right now. Uh, definitely subscribe to Downright Nerdy Podcast, Michael. Where can they find you? They can find us at uh, all your favorite podcasting apps. YouTube, obviously, we're on here. Um, Instagram at Downright Nerdy Podcasts. Uh, you know what? Just go to www.downrightnerdy.com. You'll find everything you need to know right there. Yeah, I need to. I need to make that landing page. Um, yeah, it took. It took me uh, when I I recently updated it, like episode forty nine. That mm-hmm. was like two weeks ago, and before that, um, I hadn't done anything with it since episode eighteen. Wow. <laughs> so it was just a it was just a mess but you finally got it up and so you now have a convenient yeah. place to be like just find us at downrightnerdy.com so yes uh all the all of our links will be in the description below um oh, actually, uh, real quick if you don't mind um i also just dropped a me and uh my uh assistant to the host uh riley we just did a uh big giveaway video it's only 15 yes. minutes long so go check yeah. it out just check out uh it's i think it's mini milestone giveaway on on our uh, youtube page to find out how to enter we're giving away a whole ton of stuff it'll be fun mini mini milestone getting the 50 episodes is, is not a mini milestone yeah well, when you're in the 200s, man, I'll I'll, I'll say the same thing. There. Look, I'll, I'll say I'll 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 say this: getting to 50, that's a big deal. Getting to 100, that's a big deal. Getting to 150, yeah, it's not a big deal. Still feel it. Still exciting. Still exciting either way. I, mean, I like yeah. I, you know. We are we are coming up on our 200th episode, so there's that. So until I guess until next week, guys, with the next episode of Star Trek Picard, uh, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.